and welcome to episode 16 of kayfabe is not dead i'm your host cj and once again if you're watching the video if you're just listening this doesn't matter but if you're watching the video this is not hans gruber it's not the ghost it's the one and only the champ jess your prediction champion two months straight jess and uh so yeah this is going to be a jam-packed episode we got we got great balls of fire predictions and we got we got some some quick recaps and some breaking news so we have some very interesting breaking news we had two great raws and smackdowns to talk about and great balls of fire coming up i'm excited this should be a good one and we have some crazy news that's happened there was a title change on a house show just I'm, yesterday yesterday jess can you believe I, it i'm down with this i really hope they upload it to the network i'm curious as to what caused this to happen but i'm i'm down with this i like when unpredictable stuff happens in the wwe because i feel so much of it is rope now unfortunately the the doctor couldn't make it for for today's show so i don't know if we're we'll probably take his predictions like in an email or something uh and uh, and hopefully we can incorporate them in the show somehow. I'll I'll probably like put them in the description. Uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, we can we can probably talk about that some more um, when we when we get to our predictions. But uh, let's go ahead and get right into the news, Jess. So I'm, kick it off, Siege. I, Tell you what's know, going I, on. I'm kind of gonna bury the lead about the uh, the title change instead for the for the breaking news. Besides that. We had Austin Aries get released by the WWE today. Uh, as of this recording, it's Saturday. So uh, speculation is that well, he's he's asking for the release because he's tired of being essentially stuck in 205. And I would say I agree, rightfully belongs on, on the main card, whether it's on SmackDown or Raw. And, uh, you know, he got, he didn't win the title and he's been hurt off and on. So, um, I don't know. Like I, 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 some people say he was kind of, uh, a jerk backstage, but he's arguably one of the, the most talented guys on the roster. So I kind of agree, but could you imagine him going to new Japan or uh ring of honor? He's already wrestled for ring of honor. So, but I truthfully uh, think he'll go back to new Japan as the article I read stated, it was an amicable split. He was asking for a release. And, you know, to be honest, I don't know why he would be asking the leave other than he's not getting the title shot because he's been injured for a prolonged well, amount of time. He's had one feud that's gone on for three months. Well, I think the issue is uh, 205 as a whole, whether, you know, even, even I am a self-proclaimed... Uh, viewer of the show i enjoy the show i enjoy the wrestling aspects uh of the show but they're they're not given a lot on the show and what they're doing right now isn't working i don't know i don't have you know that this is an, an entire different discussion and an, enti an entire different episode and i think we've had some discussion on several episodes um before about this um, but we haven't really gotten too into it but they they need to do something to fix 205 because it's simply not working now whether it's you simply incorporate them into raw 
and they only wrestle on Raw, or they they wrestle on Raw and SmackDown, but you make SmackDown a three-hour show, uh, you know, or you simply make 205 like a two-hour show and it airs like on Wednesdays or Thursdays. I don't know, but what they're doing right now simply isn't working. And Austin Aries was buried, essentially, I think. I got mixed feelings as to whether or not he was buried. I think he got the title shot he deserved. I think they just they realized 205 wasn't working and they weren't sure what to do, so they just kind of kept it on uh, repeat. Well, they switched they switched feuds, so now Neville's feuding, and we'll get into this with the pay-per-view because this is one of the matches, but Neville's feud is now with Akira Dezawa, so we don't know how long that is going to go on. Um... I would imagine it's probably going to go on for just like the Aries one. They're gonna they're gonna do a couple months. Uh, so you know what is Aries going? What would Aries? What what would he have been doing on two hundred five while he's not feuding with Neville? Because that stuff was great. But you know, I I totally understand why they have to do something different. So, but what's he gonna do? Is is he gonna feud with? Um, uh, Brian Kendrick, I guess that could work. Yeah, but, possibly. I mean, I mean, in terms of, I don't know how deep you want to go in the 205, but I feel the vision of that show where it's high flyers and stunts and... They're not allowing them to go all the way with it, though. Yeah, I, f- I feel that's kind of the, what's happening is, and I'm not sure if this is a... Because of some backstage stuff we can talk about if, in another if, episode. Okay, but. in my brain... In my brain, I don't know if you agree with this, but in my brain, 205 would be WWE's version of New Japan, or or Ring of Honor, where they're essentially let they're given the keys and they're essentially allowed to do whatever they want, whether yeah. it's with ladders or chairs or tables. They want to do crazy spots. They want to they want to do crazy dives, flips. You know, whatever they want to do. I feel that what you're describing, CJ, is what's become NXT. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. And NXT's been crazy good lately. And and I I frankly just haven't had time to uh, to to devote to, to all of the different shows. But I I've the stuff but I've I seen. That, I think that's also part great. of the problem is WWE's putting out almost eight hours of content a week. Yeah. Between pay-per-views, between the live shows, between NXT, 205. They're putting out almost eight hours a week in just the wrestling programs. And 205 doesn't have anything different to offer. NXT is established. People are used to watching that. I catch it every other week on Wednesday. And I enjoy it. Yeah, you know. But I- up over the 205 where I'm essentially just seeing a lightweight version of Raw, I don't care. Yeah. Well, I think it ultimately 205's biggest thing that they need to fix is they just they need to give these guys characters. They need to they need to uh give them room to talk and I think I don't know if it's a it, if it is a fault of the roster or a fault with the writers or a combination of a little bit of of both. Uh it I mean, I'm assuming that's the most likely case but it seems like a lot of the time these guys are uh muzzled in a way 
And so they're, it's really hard for them to get their characters over, whether they're heels or faces. The only guys that were really over, I would argue, would be Neville and Ares and maybe Tozawa. Tozawa is getting over, I would say. I, I probably think TJP right was over, but I think it goes into. I think he was like 50 50, especially yeah. with the heel turn. But, I mean, they dropped his push. They changed his name. Like, there just doesn't seem to be a real direction that they're going for. Yeah, yeah, uh, directionless, I guess, would be a good, uh, I mean, the only, <sighs> Neville, I think Neville is good enough to carry a show, but they can't build the entire show around him. The roster isn't that small. It's not like, you know, it, they either need to, well, they have all this talent in 205. They have somebody like Finn Balor, who is, what, 198, truthfully? I know they beef up his his weight for the show, but have these guys come down, challenge for a belt, or do something? Uh, well, you know, what I was going to... Um... What I was going to say, and we can, there's one more news item I want to get into before we get into SmackDown. Because uh, we're going to start with SmackDown and then do Raw because we have the pay per view. So uh, yeah. it's a Raw pay per view. So, but um, we'll, I, I'm, to, to end on strictly Austin Aries, because it kind of turned into a 205 uh, discussion, I think Austin Aries is great. I think wherever he does wind up, he's going to instantly go into a title pitcher. And I personally am hoping he goes to New Japan and joins the Bullet Club. That would be amazing. Yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, and you know what? He doesn't even, he, you know, you could argue that the Bullet Club has too many members right now. But uh, the timing of this it's it sucks because i was going to mention um g1 they just new japan just had their g1 tournament in california so if if aries had his release like a couple weeks ago he could have literally been there on the show and like crashed the show but i don't know if the release allows him to be on tv yet that might be something they have to uh, they would have to negotiate. But if he go, that would be my ideal spot for him. Would be New Japan, whether he's in Bullet Club or, or not. But his style would would fit definitely perfectly. But before I I wanted to talk about some titles. I got some title ideas. But uh, rumors are swirling that we might get a women's tag tournament and a Royal Rumble, a women's Royal Rumble match after the May Young's uh, women's tournament, the, uh, the, the May Young uh, women's classic. They're doing that. I think it's going to be 32 women from all over. I think there's going to be some Lucha people, uh, some, some indie, some indie women. And assuming some of these people uh, are, especially the winner are going to move into the women's, the women's division, whether that's on the big shows or onto NXT, I'm assuming this is going to be they're going to this is how they're going to move Oscar onto the main roster. Um, well, I've also heard the theory that you know they're going to do like a 205 version for women, and they're going to incorporate them into the 205 programming. See, this is 
And this segues perfectly into what I wanted to talk about with 205. So I think the same exact thing the women need is the same exact thing that 205 needs. They need a little more talent, and they need to blow the division up and treat it like a full men's roster. So there's no reason why 205 can't have multiple belts, and there's no reason why the women's division can't have multiple belts. You could totally have either a women's tag division or a women's um, cruiserweight division. Uh, like Bailey, you could argue somebody like Bailey and Alexa Bliss should be cruiserweights in the women's in the women's league because they're so tiny compared to a Nia Jax, who like I don't know how they're gonna pull off the Alexa Bliss Nia Jax feud because. Nia Jack should literally murder. It's like Kane or the Undertaker, peak Undertaker versus uh, James Ellsworth. Like, there's like no yeah. chance. It just doesn't work. It's a strange <laughs> setup. I definitely agree with you there. But I think 205 should definitely either have a tag division or maybe a hardcore division title. Like, no, this is this is all stuff I've said in the past too. I'm agreeing with you 100. percent 205 needs something to set it apart. Yeah. So if you have the women's tag division on there and you treat 205 like the third hour of SmackDown, versus it just being 205 talent, mm-hmm. I think it would be a far more successful. So show. okay, are you saying would the women that are featured on 205 Live would they specifically be 205 women, or would they be also on the SmackDown women's? roster i think you move the smackdown women's division to a split you allow some that kind of what they do on, on raw, raw. yeah have the 205 guys show up and then for smackdown well, you we've seen we've seen sasha banks already on on 205 with uh with i believe it was cedric alexander yeah i mean that was the last pay-per-view that carried that on for a little bit but well, but Sasha was on 205. I'm I'm pretty sure with a with a tag match. So, you know, it, you know, WWE doesn't seem to be a hundred percent against incorporating main roster, whether they're they're women or men, into the the 205 division. So, I mean, I I would say that would be the perfect that way. That would become the 205. Yeah. Either yeah, either incorporate two oh five into one of the main rosters. They should honestly just be on SmackDown. Just if it airs after SmackDown, just put them. I don't know why uh, they they do they, it all and they spread it out the way they do. It makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, and also another thing that hurts them is the fact that it's on the network and not directly on USA after after SmackDown cuz if you're watching SmackDown on USA like in theory you are also a subscriber like a lot of people but uh you know getting the casuals who like flips like who doesn't love flips but you know well, even like, the flips are turned down the pre- that's going back to the direction problem it's like they know what they want 205 to be and they said well let's not do that yeah, anyway, we're we're already having a too long discussion on this. We have too much show to go through, so we'll definitely we'll continue to discuss this. I I I definitely think Aries wherever he goes, he's definitely gonna do well though. Yeah, and best, I, and, best and, of luck to him. We got nothing against him, you know. I And I think the women ultimately the, the direction of the women are ultimately pointing up. Yeah. 
We'll do a whole episode on uh, the network, the supplementals, and what you know things we want to see and what's coming. But yeah. let's move on with what we know. So quickly, I just wanted to touch upon New Japan. I'm slowly getting through the G1 tournament. Uh, I'll I'll send you a link, Jess, if you have time. But it it is it is really great. We might need to turn this show into a New Japan show because frankly, they're. I think they're outperforming WWE. Just the small, the small pieces that I've seen from from the random uh, big events, I've the the pay per views and stuff. You know, everybody knows about the five and six star matches that they have. You know, the G one tournament is not disappointing though, from from start to finish. And uh, I gotta say though, the one surprise, the commentary by good old JR, and I'm sli- I'm sad we can't get Dapper's hot take on this. But the commentary by Jr. and Josh Barnett leaves a lot to be desired. Um, Even Tommy Tonga uh, thought so on Twitter. He commented uh, by saying, and I'm quoting him here from Twitter, uh, commenting sucked at the hashtag G1 special, at least at real Kevin Kelly knows the storylines and our fucking names. So apparently JR was messing up some of the names. Um, but I would say besides that, the overall product has been pretty great. I haven't gotten through all of it. So well, no you know spoilers. What? Let's move past uh, this. Cause I mean, I could have a whole discussion with you about whether or not I think JR should be commentating right now. If I think he needs more time off after the passing. Yeah, I would, I was, You're in a whole can of worms where we could talk for another two hours just about the con- battles. Well, I uh, for, I wanted to touch upon that, but mostly I just wanted to say New Japan's awesome. To to our, the listeners we do have, if you're not watching it, absolutely check it out. Once I get through all of G1, even if it's just myself, I'm gonna I'm gonna post a, a little review on it because it honestly, I I really wish. WWE's in-ring products not the storylines just the in-ring stuff was to the level that New Japan is and I think 205 the reason why I try to hype up 205 is because I think they could be on at New Japan's level as far as the wrestling is concerned um, but anyway let's get into Smackdown so um, and there's a little surprise twist at the end of this that incorporates what happened we kind of buried the lead at the very beginning of the show. There, there was something that happened at Madison Square Garden that involves a SmackDown title. So, uh, so AJ Styles. Hey, let's hear it. So AJ Styles. Well, I want to. I want to get through SmackDown because it, it it has it it involves some storylines. So, uh, so we're gonna summarize the last couple weeks of SmackDown. So, AJ Styles and Chad Gable had a great match and it really it did a great job showing off Chad Gable uh you know I want to see American Alpha succeed I think they have a lot of potential they just their characters are, are as bland as white toast with no butter so wow harsh is that really is that too harsh <laughs> uh but uh AJ wins and gets an entry into the battle royal for the US title uh, there's more fallout from the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, so Naomi says she's ready for Carmella. Spoiler alert, Carmella won again. 
Uh, and But Daniel Bryan suspends Ellsworth for 30 days. So I don't know if they changed this on Talking Smack uh, or if they've confirmed this on WWE.com or anything like that. But supposedly... I'm, uh, that's that's what's happening. So, uh, you know, it wouldn't shock me if Daniel Bryan did, like, dropkick Ellsworth eventually. Like, they've been teasing that a lot. Yeah, it's it's hard to say what's actually going to come from, uh, from the suspension, but something we've talked about in past episodes is I really enjoy the fact that SmackDown has rules, penalties. We've seen multiple suspensions. People get fined. Except, people get thrown off the except, show. except for arson. Yeah. Well, no, that was a, that that. Yeah, I guess so. I guess <laughs> you can commit a crime, uh, and it can be televised on SmackDown. But as long as it's not committed inside the SmackDown arena, nobody cares. Everybody's <laughs> cool with it. <laughs> and anyway, uh, said person that had said building burnt down no longer exists in the smackdown universe so they don't care about him yeah, um, there we go. so then we also had and uh oh just to comment on ellsworth he's been great god you know at first i thought this is such a terrible idea sticking ellsworth with the women but oh my god is he over as a heel like it's pretty insane how much heat he's getting right now yeah, he's good. I, you know, I can't complain about anything he's done. He's an effing troll. I, he's the literal definition of a troll, and he's playing it phenomenally. Yeah. The fact that he's got two wins over AJ Styles, I still find <laughs> to be the funniest yeah. thing. God damn. Like, it, when AJ gets uh, uh, put in the uh, in the Hall of Fame, the whatever, what, uh, assuming it's the WWE one, Either Ellsworth ha- Ellsworth has to get involved somehow. <laughs> like he hits him with like a no chin music or something. Yeah, I was gonna say they're gonna be like seventy by the time yeah. they get around putting him in though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we also had a rap battle between the New Day and the Usos, which was actually great. I was I was I was pretty... a lot better than I expected it to be. I'll yeah, say. I was pretty hesitant. I thought this was gonna be a train wreck, but I actually recommend that everybody check it out. I would recommend you actually, if you DVR or have Hulu, I'm assuming, I'm hoping they didn't censor it on Hulu, but um, I believe they the YouTube recap is, they, they cut some stuff, because uh, certain things were referenced um, <laughs> that the WWE doesn't, doesn't want to acknowledge. Um, but overall, it was, it was pretty great, even though the un- ending sucked with the Usos just getting pissed and attacking. Um, even though I thought they, they, they held their own. I was pretty impressed. Uh, any, any extra comments on, on the rap battle? No, it's, it's getting to be almost comical to me how the Usos went from being nobodies to being this just great heel team. Some some of the great heels that, uh, WWE has. Um, yeah. It's amazing to me. I love seeing that type of turnaround, and that's, that's what I like about SmackDown. I mean, Fashion Files, just... They give people a chance yeah. who normally are just stuck in job or hell. <laughs> so uh, Corbin, Baron Corbin, the Money in the Bank winner, the men's Money in the Bank winner, he keeps uh, looking strong. So he beat Sammy last week, and then on um, he attacked uh, Shinsuke this week. So 
he's definitely not messing around. I'm assuming that Shinsuke and Corbin are going to start uh, a feud, or and maybe Sammy's going to stick around because you know Sammy and Corbin have had some beef for the past couple months now. Um, any any comment on that? Yeah, um, I'm just happy Sammy's getting his ass beat again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's. It's yeah. been a long, long running gag. I I can't stand Sami Zayn, and I'm just I'm happy to see him lose again. I, <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous that they had him beating Corbin, but it goes back to the problem we have with fifty fifty booking. Well, the way the the way Sam, I I think uh, I think I know exactly what you mean um, when you talk about Sammy and 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 liking watching him get beat up. I think it's due to the fact that his selling is so good. He's like the legitimate wrestler that Enzo wishes he was. Like, Enzo is fantastic at selling, especially when he takes, like, a big boot to the face. Very similar to Sammy. Like, Sammy, when he gets hit by a big move, Sammy looks like he's dead. Now, when it happens to Enzo, I actually sometimes believe that Enzo is knocked out unconscious. (laughs) But um well you can never be too sure after he got knocked out on the ropes that one time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but anyway, yeah. So um so yeah, you were saying about the 50-50 booking. Yeah, no, a couple months ago we had Sami Zayn beating Baron Corbin and right and left and now it's reversed. You know, it works in favor of the story I think they're trying to set up, but at the same point it's this guy beats that guy, that guy beats this guy just back and forth. You know, I almost want him to just move Shinsuke up to fight Corbin and move Sami Zayn down to fight somebody else. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on, we had John Cena. Bum, bum, bum. Boop, boop, boop. We had his return on this Independence uh, Day weekend. Uh, go America. America. Uh, and the surprise return of Handsome Rusev. Yeah, did not see that one coming in a million years. <laughs> uh, and they're right away, they're, they're announced, I thought they were going to do this on SmackDown for Independence Day. I really, really was hoping that they were just going to do this really quickly and get it over with. But no, they're going to play this up until Battleground. We got a flag match. Ugh, God damn it. Can Rusev not be booked as a... Can't he just be a heel? Why does he have to be a foreign heel every time he comes back? And he was... he was, This is America. We hate those foreigners. And he was so right when he... Because uh, they kind of forgot about him on SmackDown. Uh, I don't know if our good viewers remember, but I do. When Rusev announced that uh, he had a little video package and said that, you know... He's been he was calling. Even if they didn't, yeah, he was shot. calling Shane McMahon, and he wanted. He was. He was almost done with his rehab, and he was like, "When I'm done with my rehab, I want a title shot." And he wasn't talking about the Intercontinental Title or the U.S. Title. He was talking about the big, the big belt, the WWE Championship. And he said that if he didn't get a response, he was going to leave. And then, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on on SmackDown. I think they were also playing up the uh, the gender and Randy Orton stuff, and uh, and Shane's been, you know, busy doing whatever, and you've had the women's ladder stuff. So, so basically, we don't hear anything about Rusev then. Nothing. Crickets. And then finally, we hear, we hear again 
that, oh, you know, uh, he, he might be coming back soon, blah, blah, blah. And then finally he does show back up and he comes back up. We see that Lana's been wrestling on her own, though. Uh, yep. You know, no no sign of Rusev at all. So finally Rusev comes back, and not only is he not fighting for a championship, he's put in a stereotypical flag match on the pay-per-view, and he, he during his promo he's 100% right. Where was his commercial for his big return? Why was nobody returning his calls? Like, I I mean, I'm assuming that all of this has been played up and I'm assuming the reason why they dropped a lot of that stuff is maybe Rusev couldn't they had to delay his comeback that's what well, that's what I'm going to speculate I was going to say I mean we could take it in a lot of different directions he was going to every hockey game I got to I got to assume in in real life Shane McMahon was talking to Ru- there's no way Rusev was not yeah, no, getting I, uh, the name of our podcast Kayfabe you're trying to kill it right now by me giving you the inside story as to what he was actually doing but 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 I mean if 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 this is if this is a shoot though which it could be that's pretty fucking ridiculous Rusev deserves better and I hope to God he wins that effing match against John Cena. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> yeah, he won't. <laughs> like, we know that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so at least we got Rusev's return. So, you know, if they if they could put over Jinder, I got to assume that yeah, Rusev has Rusev a little bit of hope. Over. I think they let him die off a little bit in the public mind just because he was over. People cheered him over Cena. They cheered Dude, him they, over. They gave him a goddamn tank. How, how can you... How can you not love that man? Yeah. No, it, it, he just kept getting better and better, and they seem to lose track of the fact that I'm hoping he the, was I, just I'm, this awesome heel, and he was unbeaten, and he had everything going for him, and then they're like, oh, wait, people aren't supposed to like him. Okay, a couple things on Rusev before we move on. Okay. Okay, just a couple hypotheticals. One, does Lana and Rusev get back together or have any kind of connection uh and if not now, when? When do they get uh, back? I think they're always going to have the connection. I don't think that's gone. I think they're just going to play it off as, you know, he'll do his matches, she'll do her matches. And when the storyline arises, they'll come together for it. Well, how how long do you think that'll be until they actually, like, it's intersect? Cause... I truthfully thought Jinder and Rusev were going to start feuding right away. And that was going to be my second thing. So... Does Rusev get into the title picture, and if so, will it be against gender? Um, I think there's no way in hell that happens. Too early to tell. Uh, you know, but even if it if it is the U.S. title, we've said it again, or I've said it again at least. I don't know if you guys have agreed with me, but we all know the U.S. title is the real top belt on SmackDown. So even if Rusev is regulated to the quote-unquote mid-card belt, the U.S. title, uh, he's still going to be feuding with one of the top people in the company. So that's a great segue for the Independence Day Battle Royale for for the number one contendership for the United States Championship. So AJ Styles brings up the fact to Shane and uh, or, and or Daniel Bryan, I can't remember off the top of my head, 
But uh, he brings up the fact that, you know, KO's been issuing these open challenges, but he won't actually let anybody, you know, like himself or Sami Zayn or any of the big guys uh, fight for him. Uh, So they decide to have this giant battle royale. And at the end of the match, AJ Styles wins uh, in a pretty decent, if not a bit of a clusterfuck of a match. Um, We also get hints of a Hype Brothers split up and a Ty Dillinger push. Uh, I think Ty and Sammy would make a hell of a tag team, actually. Um, But, uh, yeah, they could be, uh, I was was thinking they could be Hype Brothers version 10.0. Uh, Let's keep going. And yeah. uh, Luke Luke Harper and Eric Rowan looked pretty good, too. I loved how Dolph was the first one eliminated as well. But then we get we all get swerved because the big the big teaser that I've been hinting at for a while now. AJ Styles wins the U.S. title on Friday in a house match, a raw Live event, aka a raw house match. AJ Styles wins the belt off of KO. The 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 face of America. Yeah. What's I your reaction? This happened. This was insane. So this is right. absolutely insane. So let's let the speculation begin. So this is why I said this was an action-packed episode. This might this might be a long episode because holy shit, there's a lot of things going on. Um, yeah, I, this is. Do we nuts. know if this was because of an injury? Like what that, made them that, do this? That, I absolutely love it. That's why I I really wanted to do it right now. Spoiler alert: This is on a Saturday, so this is a pretty fresh reaction. We honestly have no clue why why they're doing this. Obviously, SmackDown is until Tuesday, so. Um, I mean, is it an injury? Are they just trying to swerve us? Did they just do it because, you know, Vince McMahon loves Madison Square Garden and they treat they want to treat that like a big show? Um, you know, what does this do with the the battle royale? Does K because they did an interview too, and uh, and AJ kind of hints that KO should have to do the same things that he had to do to get to that point. So maybe KO's going to have to go through a gauntlet of stuff before he gets his automatic rematch. Who the fuck knows? But uh, do you have uh, do you have any thoughts on uh, what you'd like to see? Or do you think it's an injury? I'm, I'm still just too shocked that this is actually going on to have an opinion. I gotta guess there's an actual injury. There's some reason they had to do this. I'll, uh, I, have, did you... I, I, would be, I would be thrilled to pieces if it was just... To shake things up behind the scenes. I mean, it's great when something unpredictable happens because you've seen it. Dude, I've predicted accurately almost a seventy-five percent ratio dude, on the I, possible pay-per-views. I've I would be perfectly okay if they had more title changes on um, on either uh, either in the dark matches or the house shows or on TV. You know, they typically are always saving them for the pay-per-views, and I totally get that. There is a fine balance, and obviously, I'm sure there's somebody out there that can pull a uh, a clip of one of us saying, like, oh, they, you know, the titles need to be, you know, uh, built or uh, uh, booked strongly. You know, they shouldn't be f- uh, changing hands that frequently. But I think with this, the, 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 
the mid-card belts like a U.S. title or, you know, uh, the cruiserweight belt or, or even you could even potentially argue in some situations the tag team belt, you can, you can switch them uh, frequently. Like, you know, you can have a bunch of changes in, like, uh, the span of a week or a month. If the if the majority of the reigns are pretty strong, I think so. This happening is a great swerve, and I hope it happens more often. And yeah. it, and and it's AJ Styles. They're gonna they're obviously going to even if this is an injury. I hope I hope it's not. But uh, another okay. Styles Cena match, I'd be a hundred percent down for. Do you think that's what we're getting? I hope so, man. I no, I, I think it's going to be KO, dude. It's KO's going to keep. I think this feud's going to continue. I'm down with it continuing, but if it is an injury, I would be more than happy to see this become a Cena AJ Styles match, a Rusev AJ Styles match. I mean, I I feel that's a really good progression for it. Do you think after, depending on how the 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 flag match ends? Let's okay. Let let's just fantasy book for a second. Let's say AJ, whoever AJ does fight, if if AJ assume assume AJ keeps the belt until Battleground. Okay. AJ keeps the belt. He retains on Battleground because we know that he can't be in the flag match against Rusev and Styles. So we know that we had this. This has to last until then. So after that either on the next SmackDown or the next big pay-per-view, whether that's SummerSlam or whatever, we have a triple threat between Cena, AJ, and Rusev for the U.S. belt. Dude, they could even do a uh, a Fatal 4-Away with KO. Dude, I would be totally okay with that. Yeah, it, this only leads the good things, and we don't know where it's leading to, which is what makes it so good. Yeah, yeah. So, um... So yeah, we, we gotta move on because we haven't even touched upon Raw and our predictions yet. Uh, but yeah, we we can. I'm excited for for SmackDown for sure because they've already addressed it. They WWE has put up a video of an AJ interview and he's clearly holding the belt. So this is definitely happening. This is definitely not something that's gonna change uh, by by SmackDown at least this upcoming uh, Tuesday. So. Anyway, so the lead-up to Great Balls, we're just going to address kind of the, the, the storylines leading into the pay-per-view. So Should we Raw, talk about the fact that we're shocked this name actually stuck and they're moving with it? Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, of course it was Vince's idea, and he's like, her, her, balls. So <laughs> that's essentially why. I, I guess uh, who, who came out and said... Uh, it was Vince. Was it? Was it Triple H that said that? It was... Triple H said it. I mean, I think the in-universe reason was uh, Ambrose named it, but <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that Ambrose is, continues to troll everybody, so I'm okay with it. It's it's whatever. I mean, I can't believe they're gonna have like Blu-rays that say "Great Balls of Fire" on it, but. Whatever. Once once Triple H gets a hold of the reins of uh, creative, I'm sure that will swiftly change. 
Do you think he's going to actually go for full control, or do you think he's going to stay with? I mean, he's got NXT, oh I, got the this, UK this championship, is a, this is a whole Indian championship. We got the May. You know, we'll talk about it on another one. But this yeah, is a whole got, other episode. But of, I mean, there is a point in time where Vince McMahon is going to be too old to run the company. That guy's a man. I'm I'm making my predictions right now. I mean, he might be on stem cells, uh, a strange cocktail of stem cells and steroids that will keep him immortal. But I got to assume eventually, either from boredom or through the the ticking time bomb known as old age, he will succeed control. And I got to imagine that Stephanie, with a mixture of Shane and Triple H, that triple-headed monster is going to run the company. And, I mean, we've seen with NXT, Triple H knows what he's fucking doing. So I would definitely be okay with that. No, even beyond that, I mean, I think 205 is his only misstep, and I think that's just because it hasn't come to full realization or there's some other stuff in the background we don't know about that's preventing him from making it the show he wants it to be. Uh, well, I think we can definitely speculate till the, till we're 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 dead. Yeah, but, we're, we're moving on. I'm but, just dropping that. I'm, I'm sure it. Vince isn't exactly the biggest supporter of 205. I'm sure he is. Uh, but anyway, so Enzo opens up this past raw by addressing Cass, Cass's betrayal. He uh, he essentially says that it doesn't matter how many times he gets knocked down, he's gonna keep uh, coming back up, and. Um, you know, he's he's basically going to beat the shit out of Cass, even though Cass is, uh, you know, and... and uh, so Cass, you can't teach that. And, uh, you know, Enzo also touched upon how, you know, Cass has been relying on a line uh, on, a, on a promo that Enzo wrote, and Enzo's been carrying the team as far as doing all the heavy lifting as far as the writing was concerned, which you could definitely argue that's probably true. So uh, Cass gets interviewed, and he says... You know, it's not going to matter after the match at Great Balls of Fire. Uh, he's essentially going to murder Enzo in the ring, uh, <laughs> which is probably going to happen. So, um, R-Truth then at, uh, attacks Goldust at the premiere of his movie in retaliation for Goldust's uh, recent beatdown on Truth uh, last week. Uh, Another so- solid, solid setup. Yeah, um... Do you have any comment on the Enzo and Cass stuff? Uh, as far as Enzo and Cass goes, I'll tell you know what I'll give it to Enzo. I think he needs the win. I don't think it's going to make Big Cass look weak, but you need to give Enzo a victory here, or Dude, else I, he is. Well, I want to. I want to know, like, I want to know which uh, head writer in on the staff uh, for for WWE. Who's getting a divorce or who's having like a, a bad time with their lives? Because we've had a lot of teams break up uh, this past like six months, and like, a lot of them haven't made sense because there's no real good guy team other than the Hardys. Yeah, exactly. They have <laughs> everybody's been breaking up, so uh, we're uh, we're running out of face uh, tag teams. So, but uh, yeah, so our we got the our truth and gold dust. Uh, lead up as well but and then we uh we have sasha Banks. she's uh she's been getting built up like a monster yeah somebody uh, wrote off a couple of weeks ago is all of a sudden coming in strong yep so she's able to beat nia Jax and alexa bliss in what was essentially a handicap match after bailey gets knocked out of the match and has to 
bail on the match. Oh, oh, I uh, think did there. Yeah, I, I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry, everyone. Please keep listening. Uh, <laughs> Sasha is able to lock in the bank statement and submits Alexa Bliss, the champ. Uh, this is after Sasha was able to lock in the bank statement on Nia to win the number one contendership as well. So they've been building up Sasha and her submission move the past couple weeks. I mean, I'm hoping this match is going to be a five-star classic. Who knows? Um, but we'll, we'll definitely get into it more with the, our predictions, but what do you think of the Sasha build? I'm loving it. I've, I've always liked Sasha. I feel that her injuries and everything else caused her to drop out of the picture for titles, for everything essentially. But if this is them giving her one final chance, I'm down with it. You know, she's good. She can do the work. She's been, she is one of the people who have elevated this women's division to the next level. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not against her getting the chance. I'm just against the fact every time she gets there, she wins the belt. We're stuck in a situation where you know, she gets injured and the belt transfers hands immediately. Yeah. Um so then we got the Miz, uh he beats Heath Slater in an IC title match. Uh, I thought Heath did a pretty good job, and I hope this is a sign that he might be getting a push. He does have kids he needs to feed. He needs that job, man. Uh, I, I can say, it's seeming like, uh, it's seeming like Ross, or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Ross finally starting to do what SmackDown did that made SmackDown so much better, which was just give everybody a chance to do something. The land of opportunity. Land of opportunity. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Heath Slater uh, ki- kind of gets a, a push. He, he he gets to be on TV. So, <laughs> so uh, Seth Rollins continues to get his babyface push, uh, especially against uh, the evil Bray Wyatt. Uh, you know they're pushing the video game cover, of course. Um, you know I'm okay with it. Uh, Seth, I love his move set. He's over with me. Is is what he's saying in these babyface promos very original? I mean, no, but there's only so many times you can reinvent the wheel, so. Um, yeah, I, you know, I liked him better as a heel. I like that sarcastic. I think they need to incorporate some of his heel heelness. We need to we need to make into a list. Him being a face. He needs to have that laugh that eh, <laughs> he needs to have a little bit of dickishness to him. I feel that's how he works best. I definitely agree. You know, I think we've said it before. You know, they can have there's no reason why creative can't have heel versus heel matches or face versus face matches. There's no reason why a guy like Seth can uh, can legitimately be the best guy and be a good guy and be the champ, but kind of be like be a nicer version of the Miz, kind of I guess. Yeah, like you know he's cocky in that he knows he's like the best, but but he still like high fives all the uh, all the kids, you know, when he's coming out to the ramp and you know points at all the signs and you know says yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with him being a cocky prick so long as he's you know still doing that stuff yeah uh you know hopefully hopefully they they don't they don't kill his edge whatever you know whatever edge you know a guy that has freaking on his shirt can have um but uh but yeah i mean 
Rollins is one of the top guys. He's going to continue to be one of the top guys. But one one thing I wanted to comment on what you said, though. We need to have an episode, a list, where we go over all of the top, the top guys that have been better faces than heels. Because how many guys... Isn't every wrestler better a heel than a face, I think? Um... I don't know, man, because you got somebody like Hogan where it's, yeah, the turn, you know, the, even the Hogan's turn, arguable because the, the, the NWO was, was just so good. But the, that turn, I mean, you watch that crowd, people are just the, losing their fucking mind. I mean, the turn was oh, great, but his actual heel stuff wasn't great. Yeah, his actual heel stuff was just him. But I'm sure there's like. I would. I mean, I'm just pulling this figure out of my ass, but it wouldn't shock me if you took a poll of wrestlers and they said, "Oh yeah, I'm way better as a heel." Like if that was like 75 percent. Yeah, I mean, you got somebody like the Uso. The Usos were so forgettable until you gave them this thug gimmick, and yeah, the only the only person I can't really see turning uh turning heel is uh, Bailey right now. Yeah, I don't think Bailey would work as a heel. I don't think you know. Roman, we all want it, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't think he needs it, uh, you know. Oh my god, let's let's not talk about that. Yeah, we're, I was gonna say, yeah, let's, let's just, I don't I don't want to be stuck doing this, you know, game of so and so is better here and so and so is better there. Yeah, but uh, so we get um, but Finn and Cesaro had a fantastic singles match. I did want to touch upon that. Uh, did you did you catch that at all? Yeah, that was a solid match. I enjoyed it. Yep. And then uh and then to to get to the build up of the Joe and Lesnar match, Joe has repeatedly attacked and used uh intimidation on both Paul Heyman and Brock. He's uh he's he sneaked attacked Br- snuck whatever Snook. he <laughs> Yeah, Snook. <laughs> yeah, Snooka. He Snooka attacked. Uh uh, Brock a few times, and he was able to lock in the Coquina clutch uh, pretty uh, for a pretty significant amount of time. Um, they have a sit down interview, and Joe walks out eventually, and he tries to search for Brock, but gets held back. So, so there the the heat for that has been pretty great. Yeah. And no, it's. That this is what I want. They're doing great stuff with it. So, yeah, it, we're we're gonna touch upon it, but I really hope Joe wins. <laughs> See, I, I could give a shit about Joe. I, you know, I don't think he deserves the shot. It's it's out of nowhere in my mind still. But you know what? He's making it work, and that's that's half the battle. Is if you have it entertaining enough for me, I'll get behind you. Mm-hmm. And he's he's doing well. So, uh, and then finally, we have Braun Strowman, and he, uh, after he returned and uh, threw Reigns uh, onto the ambulance, uh, Strowman then uh, decides to kill Apollo Crews, um, because Titus Worldwide decided that was a good idea for publicity, I guess, Um, and uh, an ambulance comes out, though, afterwards, I guess, to take Cruz away but uh guess what Roman Reigns was in the driver's seat the only thing I hated about this did you see this 
Yeah, I saw this. Oh my god, it was pretty it was pretty terrible the execution as far as the the initial attack was concerned. Uh Braun goes up to the driver's seat. He looks if he doesn't look into the window, this isn't nearly as bad. But he he does the whole put my hand my my hands around my eyes so I can peer into the window. And <laughs> even if even if the glass was tinted and it's in a dark like theater let's pretend like there weren't a million leds like blasting in his in the in the nearby entranceway uh he peers into the window and do apparently doesn't see anything so then he goes oh gee who's who's the driver opens the door and then roman attacks like what the fuck why <laughs> does it even matter who the driver was i mean that's the other thing and nobody's questioned who's driving these the other 95 percent of the time yeah why even check like who cares <laughs> it's an but, awkward uh, setup for what was a pretty good pretty good spot i guess yeah like, and yeah, so yeah it was a terrible setup but roman does show off his strength and he actually he does he does uh throw stroman around a bunch and then the the coup de gras well, sorry. Uh, <laughs> not to say that Finn Balor was involved, but to to uh, the the piece de la resistance piece was of the was uh, Roman spearing Braun uh, into the ambulance, or no, uh, spearing him through. Uh, off the uh, the entrance ramp, and they like went like into the into like some debris. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm I. I got such mixed feelings on this man. I feel like they lost a lot of momentum with it. I do feel this is the feud I do want to see the most actually play out. But it's. It's like, get to it already. Enough. You, you've been cock-teasing me for so long. Then you had injuries. Now you're rebuilding it. Like, just do it. Uh, see, I don't I don't really care if they have this stipulation or not. I mean, honestly, if if we're for real, this should be like a, uh, a hardcore match or a, a Falls Count Anywhere match or a Boiler Room Brawl. You know, ambulance match, kind of one of the weaker stipulations as far as I'm concerned. But... Yeah. The, whenever these guys fight, it's great. Braun's great. He can carry Roman. The fight's going to be great. And I think with that, it's a perfect segue into our actual predictions for this pay-per-view on this jam-packed episode of yeah, Kayfabe is, is, is Not great Dead. Balls of fire. Great Balls of Fire. The, yes, that is the show. That is the, the official show. We're actually going with that title. Fuck it, we're doing it live. I <laughs> Uh, I can't believe Vince McMahon decided to do that, but hey, he runs a billion dollar corporation, so you know what? He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's got that FU money. Yeah. Uh, and isn't that truthfully the dream for everyone? <laughs> the the American dream, that's for sure. Uh, so with that, we're going to assume. Now, we, we thought this was happening before, and we were wrong, so... Hopefully, we're getting Gold Dust versus R Truth, the the actual match, on the kickoff show. If we do have this match, the buildup's been fine. I I personally like the vignettes. I'm a sucker for movie quotes. Gold Dust getting to do his weird thing. That's that's great. Whatever. Let's have this match. Uh, I gotta say, I'm 
I'm kind of torn. I don't know who goes over because both these guys are old. And and I could realistically see either one of these guys retiring at any moment. So uh, I got to go with R-Truth, I guess. That's who, that's who I'm going with as well. I I mean, I'm not very, comfor- I'm not very comfortable with it. I could definitely see Gold Dust winning. But uh, going through this card, spoiler alert, I think a lot of heels are winning. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say we'll get into it more as we go, but I, for this match, for sure, I see our uh, truth winning. And plus, it's the kickoff, so you know this might not even be the blow off. They might even keep this going. Yeah, this this could go for another three, four months, given WWE's current track record. Yeah. Um, so another maybe match. We're not. This isn't confirmed, but. We're going to talk about it. Finn Balor versus the Drifter. They've kind of been teasing this a little bit. Strange match. I'm not sure what, what caused this to come about so quick. but You know, I actually think if this if we flipped two of these feuds, it would be a lot better. We, yeah. should, we should be having Seth Rollins versus the Drifter, and we should be having Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Um, but that's just that's just me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's no way. Well, Finn... I agree with you 100% there, but in terms of this, I mean. Finn's going over. There's no way Finn loses. Come on. Mm, I was going to say, I, I'm I'm for Finn. I'm going to predict Finn as well, but I could definitely see uh, Vince last minute saying. Uh, come on, oh, champ. Put, put, put your money where your mouth is. You don't think the drifter has it in him? I, I truthfully don't. Ah, oh, man. Well, maybe maybe you think differently for this next match. Uh, I mean, I think Finn is going to, overall, though, with just a comment on the matches, uh, I don't really have a lot of high hopes for Goldust R-Truth. And with the Finn-Balor-Drifter match, I think Drifter might get a couple good shots in, but Finn's going to win that match, I think, pretty decisively. Um. Yeah, I'm going to lock it in with Finn as well. So I'm assuming that that would be on the actual pay-per-view, though. There's no way Finn Balor is going to be on the pre-show. Yeah. Um, Finn is... Finn's almost too big of a star, and he had that injury. He was the first Universal Champion. They got to keep him looking strong, if nothing else. Then we get Enzo versus Cass. the, The breakup... The big breakup fight. Enzo's been crying, and and you know what? I gotta say, I'm kind of rooting for the the guy, even though he annoys the hell out of me. Uh, I I don't think there's any way Big Cass loses this match. I mean, come on. I'm it's, going Enzo, man. I'm locking that in. Really? Lock lock of, lock big of the Cass night. Doesn't do anything for him. Him losing doesn't do anything for him. But Enzo winning actually makes him a contender, and then he can job out and have some value to it. Yeah, but isn't isn't Big Cass about to get pushed? He doesn't need the victory, though. Okay, so you he, think... He can lose this. He can win the TV match the next night. I mean, I... Win the I, next three. I can't speak for Dapper, but I have to assume that... Uh, at, we, all three of us are in agreement that the big show is going to be involved in this match in some point but you think it's going to be to help enzo no i'm just i'm going with enzo winning just straight up interference will probably be a part of it but i'm just going to give him straight up a win 
Wow. Strong words. Strong words. I'm going with Big Cass. Uh, lock it in. All right. Put, put, it, put it in your spreadsheet. <laughs> it's in the spreadsheet, man. Uh, all right. So next we got the, uh, the Cruiserweight title, Neville versus Akira Tozawa. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm always excited for these 205 matches. I, you know, I hype myself up too much. But uh, I think Neville wins. I think this will be a great match. But I think uh, I think Neville... There's no way Neville loses this belt. It, this is his belt. Uh, you put me in a weird spot. I'm going to go Neville as well, man. I hate that we're having so many predictions the same, but... I would love to see Tazawa win this, but I think it won't be till the second one. Well, now that Aries is gone, I honestly thought Aries was gonna like come out and um, <laughs> interfere and and, yeah. and potentially get back because back involved. Because I honestly thought after this feud with Akira, the second uh, round of matches with. Um, Austin Aries, I thought Aries was going to go over with his when whenever his next match against Neville, and you know maybe we can touch upon it now. I'm sad we're not going to get another Neville Austin Aries match. Yeah, to say it is the one bad thing of him leaving, but at the same point, nothing was happening with him. So yeah, but uh, so but yeah, full great matches, but we've seen everything he's going to do in this current division until they change it. Or improve it, so we'll, we'll leave it at that. Well, besides Akira, who's the next top babyface? Like, it was like Austin Aries and Akira, and then who? Uh, uh, uh Jack Gallagher, I guess. Uh, yeah, I was about to say Jack, but... So I guess now the top two faces are just Jack and, uh, and Akira. They don't have TJP as a, as a face anymore. Yeah, yeah. The, the 205 roster is looking a little thin right now. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, I think Neville, you're right. If if Akira does win the belt, which could happen, I don't think it's going to happen off after this first match. It's gonna They're going to have to build this up a little bit more. Yeah, it, it needs more, especially with Ares leaving the division. If it was originally scheduled for Neville to lose, it, it got changed by now. That's my truthful prediction. So then we're going to go with, um, I guess we'll do the Miz versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental title. Uh, I got to assume after, I mean, these guys can put on a good match, so I think this match will be pretty good. But uh, I think it's pretty obvious the Miz will win with the help from the Miz Taraj. Yeah, I'm going to go with Miz as well, winning. Uh Dean Dean's just you know he's on that slippery slippery slope. We've talked about this in the past. She just keeps drop. He just keeps dropping down and down in the numbers. And truthfully, I want him away from a belt. He doesn't need one. He's over with the crowd. He gets a belt and he's terrible. And then he starts to lose the crowd. So they quick take a belt from him. They give him a bunch of crazy things to do, and he gets over again. Well, you know, I don't, I don't really care what they have Dean do next. I just want him to do something else. Uh, I want the Miz to have a chance to do something else, and I want Dean to have a chance to do something else. Uh, I agree. Dean doesn't necessarily need the belt uh, or a belt, but I think he's talented enough to be in 
the universal title pitcher. It'll be interesting to see what they do next. I honestly don't know, but I think this will be the blow-off match. Dean will lose, and may maybe he's going to feud with the Miz-Taraj. I, I don't know. I don't really care, to be honest with you. Ambrose, Ambrose has lost it for me. Pairing him with anybody else would be a good bet. Miz is great no matter where you put him. So, I mean, he is awesome. He is. His <laughs> name tag even says so. So um, then we get uh, Sheamus and Cesaro versus Sheamus the Hardy Boys Cesaro. <laughs> in a 30-minute Iron Man match for the tag titles. Oh boy, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a thing, huh? I'm really excited for this. Fuck the haters. I love this. You're really in this tag division to win it. I, I I'm enjoying this. Uh, you know, I think uh, I think Sheamus and Cesaro, and um, and Jeff can can do enough spots. Uh, you know, Matt, all he has to do is uh, hit a couple uh, twist of fates and. Uh, He'll he'll be fine, so I think they can definitely do thirty minutes. They everybody has the stamina for it, and I just I just it hope that, that these guys are in their fifties. I just hope that they have um they have some uh, some weapon spots. Um, I don't know. Are Iron Man matches automatically no DQs? I believe they are. I believe you can. You know. I believe yeah. they, normal, they normally are the Iron Man match. It's just time. I mean, you, you would hope so, because anytime the Hardy Boys are on a pay-per-view, weapons need to be used. I, I feel like that's like an unwritten rule. I'm okay with no weapons being used. I just I want to see the high spots. I want to see this be a good match, because they, Je they Jeff needs to go to fighting. That's my biggest problem. Jeff needs to go through a table. Come on. But uh, yeah, with with all that said, I'm excited for this match. I think this match is going to be great. I think though that Sheamus and Cesaro will continue their reign of setting the bar that is the Raw Tag Team Division. Yeah, they have to. There's not much else there. Uh, then we get uh, Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt, and uh, I'm I hope that this is a great match. I. I'm rooting for Bray Wyatt, but for a guy that calls himself a god, he's he he's the he's like Sami Zayn. He's he's a loser, <laughs> and he will continue to keep losing because Seth Rollins is going over. He is the new face of the video game. He is the face of Raw, and Seth Rollins is not going to lose his his first match since being announced as the as the face of the video game. Yeah, I do find it funny. He's the face of the video game. He's just, he's just got that going for him now. Uh. So uh, so yeah. Um. Then we got Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks, and um. I don't know. There there's some there's some stuff going on with the women's title. Um. Yeah, talk about. It. I know you had some opinions about this pre-show. Um, let me know what you're thinking for it. Yeah, so the Sasha Banks buildup it's been it's been pretty pretty nuts. So for the past two weeks, 
kind of out of nowhere because they they've they finally decided to pull the plug on Alexa Bliss and Bailey, and you know, I feel really bad for Bailey. I really do. I sympathize. I want I want Bailey to succeed, but the feud with Alexa Bliss was awful, and Bliss needed somebody else to bounce off of. So they give her Nia Jax, and they're like, oh, wait, Nia Jax will kill her in the ring. Uh-uh. All right, we'll give her Sasha Banks. That'll do. Okay. So then Sasha Banks, out of nowhere, uh, beats... Gets this title push. And yeah, it, she gets this you know, title. She make the best of it. And you know what? I'm believing it. It's it's made me kind of think that Little Miss Bliss might be Little Miss Loser. And, you know, she... Really? You really think she might lose, huh? She's that bank statement has been looking really strong. But with all that said and with all that build up, Alexa Bliss is winning. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm giving it to Alexa too. Yeah. Uh I, I'm, like I said, I'm happy to see um Sasha got back into the title picture, but not yet. She needs to show me she's not going to get injured in a week. I want this feud. You know, I don't care. You. Some people hate the 50-50 booking, but when there's two good wrestlers, I'm okay with them to hashtag fight forever. Uh, yeah. So Alexa Bliss and Sa- Sasha, they have the potential to put on a four- to five-star match. And you know what? I'm okay with this being the first in a long feud that eventually lends leads to... Sasha going over. But I don't think it's going to happen now. Yeah, I'd be fine with uh, Sasha losing this one and maybe picking up it on the next one. But Yeah, I think the next well, one we got... Uh, Sasha's solid, so to see them actually build up a bit more, uh, I'm down with. Yeah, because I think the next big uh, pay-per-view is going to be SummerSlam for both Raw and uh, SmackDown. Yeah. No, so. SmackDown tickets went on sale today as well, so... So then we get the ambulance match. Roman Reigns versus the monster. The monster. Braun Strowman. Now, this, I think, is going to be the most divisive uh, match. But, um, you know, I've seen a lot of people online saying uh, Reigns, especially because he's been announcing that he's going to fight uh, for... He doesn't care who he has to fight, but he's fighting them. Uh, as the number one contender at SummerSlam, which is the next pay-per-view for Raw. SmackDown has Battleground and then SummerSlam. So if you if you take that as a certainty, then Roman has to win this. But with all that said, this is Braun's match. He is not finished with Roman Reigns until he puts him into that damn ambulance. There's no way in hell Strowman doesn't win this match. I'm calling it. And then Strowman is going to fight the winner of the U.S. title fight. Or the, I'm sorry, not U.S. title. The Universal, the Universal title fight. Universal. Okay. I got Braun Strowman winning. And you know what? I think he's he's going to... I, I, think, uh, I think all of these matches with Reigns, it makes both of them look good. Reigns does look... Reigns is starting to get over with me. If he was a heel, I would be completely... I would be over with Reigns. I would definitely support him. Uh, but all of these matches with Braun and this in this feud has been great. 
Uh, these guys are another pair that could fight forever. But I truly think that Braun's going to go over. He's going to hit that running power slam into the, uh, like, on top of the ambulance. I think there's going to be one or two crazy spots. Uh, do, okay. <laughs> Maybe this is the tiebreaker question we have to have. Uh, what what spot, what crazy spot does Braun do to the ambulance? Does he tip it over again? Does he, like, choke slam Braun, uh, Reigns into it? Does he put him through a window? Does he break the door off again? Um, you know, after the ambulance flip, I feel like nothing's off limit. So that's what I mean. Maybe somebody flips the ambulance onto somebody else, pins <laughs> <laughs> them with that, or yeah, because that would have been a great way to end this match. Would be to flip it over. Um, but uh. I, I, I got to go with Braun winning after he does a crazy spot involving the uh, involving the ambulance. Maybe yeah, he's going to drive it away. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Braun as well. Um, Reigns coming from behind seems to be when he gets most over, when he's just out of his out of his element. You know, he's been of this powerhouse, and to see him lose really kind of gives him that baby face. Uh, I want to overcome this. I want to prove I'm the best. I want to become the strongest. Even though so, I beat The Undertaker. Well, I mean, he beat The Undertaker. He's beat Bray Wyatt. He's beat 100 people. It's my yard now. It's Yeah, it's, it's his yard. It's his house. It's all that. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, I think that definitely has the uh, the ability to, to be match of the night. Uh, hopefully the stipulation doesn't um, hurt the match. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, hopefully the stipulation's just a part that elevates it. It's not going to be the defining factor yeah. to everything. Uh, I, I want to actually see these guys go at it. You know, Strowman's shown he's got gained a veracity and he's gained a new move set. He's doing some high flying stuff. He's got he's got some skill. I want to see Braun choke slam Reigns through the ambulance. Yeah, that that could be that could be good. Or, or you know, whoever has to, or maybe a running, you know what will be more likely? A running power slam through the front, you know, like on top of the hood of the ambulance and like through the, the windshield. Hmm. That would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I want to see the ambulance get beat up. I want to, maybe if somebody pulls a tire off. This, this should, yeah, this should be like, you know, a Street Fighter 2. When they had this, the random bonus stage where you, be, you you literally punch a car until it explodes. I'm down with that. This should happen with the ambulance. Um, but then we have our main event. The challenger, Samoa Joe, versus the champion, the beast, Brock Lesnar, for the universal now, title. I'm actually curious to hear your opinion on this match first. Okay. Just because you've been a big Joe fan and I've been the big Joe detractor. Okay, so... I feel like we truly are on opposite ends with this one. Okay, so I am a big Joe believer. Joe has some of the best mic skills and best heel promos in the game right now. He is legit scary when he is on the mic. And he's like caressing... Paul Heyman as he's about to choke him out. Uh, it's 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 pretty damn great what he's been doing uh, as far as his character work. Um, 
but with the way WWE has been booking and, you know, I might I might be, you know, killing something right now by, by going with this pick. Uh, but the way they're building everything up, uh, Joe is not winning this match. The only chance that Joe has is if Joe wins and then Brock immediately wins on Raw and, like, injures Joe just like what they did with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho for the U.S. title belt. Brock is most likely going to win. I got to go with Brock, even though my heart says Joe. They still have to do all of these other feuds with Brock. They still have to to put Roman out there. They still have to put Braun against uh, Brock. Like, Brock's on a ticking clock. I think this is Brock's, like, last hurrah. So, you know, Brock still has to fight Seth, Roman, Braun, and Finn at minimum. And then I would argue potentially uh, um, uh, Bray. But Bray's probably not going to happen. I don't think a Bray uh, Bray Lesnar match needs. Jeez, oh, what am I even saying? Yeah, I, I don't think that one needs to happen so much. But but I would argue that against Seth, Roman, uh, and Braun, and Finn, those four definitely have to happen. I think Finn would be a good match. I mean. I just don't know if Joe's going to win it. This is really, you know, flip of the coin, heads or tails. I, I'm not sure which way to go on it truthfully. I'll come down with my decision in a second. I'm very shocked to hear you say, and I kind of feel this has been a running thing, is we we hype up somebody the whole time, and then when they get that title shot, we're like, nope, they're not getting it. Well, it's because WWE, we, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that I can you know, write an entire script and plan these matches better than the, the writing staff. But to say that overall, typically, it's pretty predictable. I think we can agree, even in, in something that we love, uh, it, it can be predictable. Even, even uh, we can still enjoy it. And I think this is one of the cases where uh, they're not going. They're not going to pull an AJ Styles suddenly winning <laughs> the belt here. I think they want to do a lot more stuff with Brock, and they want to build up the Brock's uh, mystique as the Beast by using the title. Uh, and you know what? Uh, I hope this isn't going to eventually go to a Roman Reigns, whether this is at SummerSlam or WrestleMania. Uh, I, I really hope this eventually goes to Balor going over, but who knows? I mean, if, I'm, if, if I'm gonna lock it in as Joe just to be different. If Joe, if Joe somehow wins, and then we get Reigns versus Joe, I mean, they were teasing that feud right before this because you know Reigns was calling out Joe as not being like truly Samoan, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, <laughs> well, he's not, but yeah. Uh, wait, Samoa Joe is not Samoan. No, I, I, I don't think he actually is. He's, um... We'll, we'll definitely have to confirm that later, but, uh, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with Brock on this one. Hmm. 
All right, you're going Brock. I'm going Joe. You know, we'll see. We'll we'll see, see if Dapper winner is Dap. I'm sure we'll have an opinion, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll see if we can get Dapper's predictions one way or another. But uh, with that, I think uh, I think that wraps up overall this uh, this jam packed episode of Kayfabe is not dead. Do you have any final words for? all of our devoted fans out there on the internet, Jess. Yeah, I look forward to our next episode when I confirm I'm still the champ. I think this is going to be a pretty solid pay-per-view despite the name, and I'm looking forward to the future. You know, I feel WWE's had a little bit of some slip-ups coming, and I'm just excited to see what they have coming down the pipeline next. And with that, I think that'll... We'll we'll end with that and uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, go ahead and give us a, a like a subscribe all that uh, maybe review us on iTunes you know what whatever you're listening on whether it's YouTube or uh, archive or you're using our uh, our our RSS feed uh, go ahead and hit us up or uh, check us out on WordPress and uh, and give us a comment on there and we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>